0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mick Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love?
0: Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having?
1: Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing. But well, to myself. That
0: goes without saying. But what yeah. dip?
1: Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip.
0: Yeah. But where can people get it?
1: So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, It's via participating restaurants only, 18 plus, rewards, registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with
2: three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.
0: Welcome to the and Vale Podcast. We've all made it back from the seaside last night, where Vale played Blackpool, and we're joined by Tom tonight. Tom, you weren't on the preview. Did you listen to the preview? I did. Yep, listened yep. to it on the on me on me drive up to Blackpool yesterday. Well, very good. We won't bring up then that someone predicted nil nil.
2: Don't didn't hear the was. predictions.
0: Well, we won't bring up that I predicted nil nil. I think I'll be they honest. Weren't. I
2: missed everything after Andy described uh, Josh Thomas as. Being really good at being dead fast. I uh, yeah, lost me
0: way a little bit after that. Yeah, you're done after that. But yeah. Never mind. If anyone did have a bet on my nil nil prediction, send your ten percent commission over to me. Greatly appreciated. And probably don't <laughs> bet on anything else I predict for the rest of the season because that's the one right for the season. That's me done. And we're also joined by Johnny. How are you, Johnny? I can't complain. Can't complain. I think you predicted a draw, but a score draw. Yeah, I went 1-1, so
1: not a million miles away.
0: Not a million miles away. It was a point, and that's it. Season's officially up and running. We're three games in, four points, four points off relegation, two points off the playoffs. The season's rocking. I think if you'd offered any of us four points after three games, we'd have snapped your hand off, especially when you haven't lose the first one
1: 7-0. I would have bit your hand off four points after four, to be fair, mate. So, um. As Bezabingo Bingo works, we're a point of, we're a point of ahead of where I would have dreamt of being. We're four points ahead of where I expected us to be.
0: Yeah, agree, agree. I said after four games, if we've got anything, it's a bonus, and it's a bonus we're on four points. Yeah. And actually, the last two games looked a real good side for me.
1: Well, I, I was going to say, I think, I think, I think the benefit is not just the points being a bonus; it's performances of the last the last three games really. Because Fleetwood, the performance was was fifty percent good.
0: Like, yeah, it was like, okay it was going forward. I, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't happy after the Fleetwood game and I still thought we were a side that was going to have a long odd season after the Fleetwood game, I'll be honest. But the yeah. last two have restored my faith one hundred percent and I am one hundred percent behind the fact that we're a comfortable mid table side without this extra striker that we need. If we get them in, we could be a you know, top of mid table side for me. I, yeah, think, it's, it's um, I don't think cool. anybody
2: expected us to keep two clean sheets after Fleetwood. No.
1: No, <laughs> no definitely not. You, you, can see, you can see nine goals in your first two games. I don't think anyone's thinking no. this side, the cheat side, are they?
0: And, and what's certainly
1: not, not, more, it, not
2: a side who go to Blackpool and sit back for the last 20 minutes and are able
0: to do it looking reasonably comfortable. Yeah. And I'd say reasonably comfortable because what's impressed me more over these last two performances, yes, we've got four points from them. But how defensively solid we have looked, as you say, after that first two games because Barnsley was an absolute shit show at the back, once it? And Fleetwood wasn't much better for me. But the last two, we've been absolutely fantastic and we'll get on to the plays individually. But Tom, the Yaks come in and what a difference he's made at the back. And after Johnny, Andy saw him at Newcastle, we didn't. And I haven't. Yeah, I hadn't. The first I saw of him was Barnsley. Yeah, I mean, the reports from Newcastle by not just Johnny and Andy, but everyone that was there was... Oh, Christ, what we signed here? And we've always said, and Johnny, you and Andy did say, we won't judge a player properly on pre-season because different players react different. But you're a little bit concerned after Newcastle, I think that's fair to say.
1: Yeah, a little bit. And like you say, it was, a Leo, it was the Leon Leg performance when we had Leon Leg at pre-season where you looked at it and you he thought, he's big, he's oafish, he's, he's going to go one or two ways and so far so good.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I've heard Leon Leg like, say himself that he couldn't get up for pre-season games. He, you know, he got up for the first game of the season and we certainly saw that when he was at play and that's no disrespect to him because come competitive, he was fantastic. But pre-season, he didn't quite get up for it and maybe the act was similar. Maybe it's just a bad day in the office. Maybe he's recovering from a long-term injury because I think he finished last season injured in Scotland.
1: Yeah, I think he did. So th- th- there's a lot, a lot of things and this is one of the reasons why we... We we don't read too much into preseason as well because there's football as a human, aren't they? So yeah, like yeah. you know yourself when in a preseason game, you'll you'll sub someone instead of sending them off, for example. Yeah, but depend. Well, obviously, depending on what it is, but yeah, if, I think I sent one it, of your it, lads off
0: before in preseason.
1: Yeah, but that's that, that was because of what he said to you. You can't like that's. Yeah. I mean, if there's a couple, if there's a bad challenge that goes in and, or a couple of bad challenges going in, you, you, you have a change of tact, don't you, usually? So, yes, you do. You do. I think,
2: I think in his first, um, I think I probably first saw him against Fleetwood. And uh, I think Johnny mentioned after the Newcastle Town game, I think, was it his passes were a bit wayward?
1: Yeah, it was just, it was all just a bit lethargic, really. I, I, I don't, I don't think there was anything anything catastrophically wrong. It was just he seemed a bit lethargic and like yeah. just was was just humping it where it needed being one. Yeah, see that's how I that's time. how I
2: kind of saw him first half against Fleetwood. Yeah. Um and then obviously he grew into that in the second half. Um but the last two games uh, I've been very impressed with him. Uh I'm impressed with his power getting up to win headers um, and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it's so far so good, but obviously we know that like 46 games is a long time in a football it season.
0: Is. It is, and we'll get into the players. And as we say, with the yak, I think we brought him to defend and he's shown he can do that. We didn't buy him to be fancy on the ball. But saying that, we didn't buy Conor Ripley to do Cruyff turns and he's treated us to two and two games now.
1: Oh, yeah. Bloody stop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whilst they're coming
1: off, they're all right, but he's, he's too big to be cross-turning. Yeah. I also wonder if he's too big to be dispossessed, though. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. Cause, because I, but, if you notice, whoever's running at him, they don't like to actually run in and, and have a good old tackle with him, do they?
1: No. Well, no, I suppose not.
0: And there's a lot to be said for that. So... Let's get into it. Last night, we travelled to the seaside to Bloomfield Road, where it finished Blackpool 0, Vale 0. The match stats, Blackpool had 63% of the possession to Vale's 38, and yes, I'm aware that's more than 100%, but that's the stats that are in front of me. Total shots, Blackpool had 14 to Vale's 9. On target, 4 from Blackpool, 1 from Vale, and it's got it down as clear-cut chances, 1 for Blackpool, none for Vale. Corners, four for Blackpool, two for Vale. Clear cut chance. The I think is that one where they worked it in the box and he kind of toe poked an effort, which Ripley saved quite comfortably. The only one I could
1: I'd say the think. Jake Beasley header, I think, was a clear cut chance. He should have done better yeah. with that for me. I was thinking the Jake Beasley one where he heads over from about a yard out.
0: I thought he just got under that and couldn't quite get over it. For me, I thought that one yeah, he worked in the box was. He yeah, he did. Oh, you're right, he did get under it, but he shouldn't be getting under it, not from there.
2: Whether yeah, whether whether the yak dropped uh, just dropped himself down a little bit and made him less less of anything to climb on, I don't know, but
0: mm, maybe. But yeah, so that was the stats from the night, and I think a game that we say Vale were comfortable for an hour, and then the last half hour kind of changed tact, went to hold on to a point, and to be fair, restricted Blackpool to half chances, didn't give them anything to try and get the three points for me.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, I think we're 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 still we're still not used to to being defensively solid as fans, are we? No. Like, and I don't know if you'll ever get used to it really, unless we're doing it every week. But, um, yeah, we 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 did. I think my only minor criticism, I think we stifled it too early. I uh, do.
0: And we'll get on to that because I think there's somewhat to be said for the players that went off uh, were knackered, and I've seen some criticism for how early Arblaster went off on that. I think they were knackered.
1: Yeah, I I, I
0: get you, but
1: Arblaster looked like he just got his second wind because literally the second before he went off, he he had that effort, didn't he? Where so hmm. I don't know. If he's that good, when he's knackered, yeah. Because he
2: really started, for me, he really started to dictate the play of the game. Um, he is that good, though, went We've seen that. Yeah, and he was, leagues. you know, he was he was touching, getting his little touches in. He was going around people like they weren't there. And I thought he was having a brilliant game. And I just, I thought maybe there is a, there is a bit of a, has he gone a little bit too early then? 22 minutes or so defending elite, well, defending a draw. Yeah.
0: Einstein's wonderful, is it?
2: And we didn't concede. Well, you know, that's off to him because we didn't concede. But then the, the only issue I've got with playing that way is if we'd have conceded four to five minutes after we'd gone that way, how do we change it so we're then
1: back attacking, chasing the game? I suppose Ojo comes off at that point and Willow comes on. Willow, think- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: My only negative on the night, and let's get it done with before we get into Crosby and the players' ratings, absolutely fantastic travelling support from the Vale fans. What a noise. Amazing, apart from one mindless moron, and whoever it is, don't bother come Vale again, because that's not what we're for. Throwing a fucking smoke bomb on the pitch when we're on the attack. Who does that?
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was stupid, as he wanted, like...
0: I hope someone I, knows who it is because tell them don't bother come again.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm all for a bit of pyro and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not like deathly against it, but just there's a time and a place.
0: Yeah, when you have scored but, a goal, you do it. Not when you're yeah, on the attack.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it nil, it nil nil. You don't just light one and go on your throat it on the pitch now when you're on the attack. It's like it is stupid,
0: pure stupidity. Because then. We had a drop ball and we ended up going back to the goalie, whereas I think we were about four on four on that break. We looked as though, you know, would yeah. we have scored? Who knows? But we were on the attack. Uh, he, he, he took
2: one on as well, I think, when... I assume it was him. Um, but, yeah, there was one thrown on, I think. Was it, was it as the teams came out? Yeah, as the team came out. Because it, it literally was- went in the same position. So the only thing I can think of is that it is the same person or is the same group of people. Um, you know, just I don't know. I'm a bit of a don't throw him on the pitch. Yeah, because I don't. They aren't, I I know because if I know keeping him in the stands isn't great because obviously they, they get a bit hot, don't they? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. If there's if there's nowhere where if you can't chuck him in the stand or if you can't don't you know don't be chucking him on the pitch, then they're probably is a thingy to say they're not the things to be taking to the match.
1: Yeah. Like, I
2: know, Johnny, you said, like, you don't mind a bit of pyro, but it wasn't a, wasn't one of the stick things that they hold up in the air, was it? No, no
1: it was a smoke It was bomb. a flat smoke bomb on it, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like I say, I think, time and a place for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, that's the big thing, with really. it. If you just scored a goal and they're holding it up and, like, what, and it's fine, but, the other thing is the European teams that use them they're, they're, they know how to use them as well, and they've got ways of getting rid of them. They don't. You rarely see them launched onto the pitch unless you're Galatasaray.
0: Yeah, but as a podcast, we are not condoning the use of pyro, which is illegal in football stadiums. Disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. And we're certainly not advocating throwing them on the fucking pitch when your team's on the bastard attack. <laughs> Be a, be a be pyro, a pyro company sponsoring the pod next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. They'll have to get in the queue behind Manscaped. So, Johnny, before <laughs> the game, your message was, decent 11, odd choice without a striker, though. Big game for plants at wing back as Hamilton's good going forward. Yeah, what your thought, elaborate and then give Crosby and the coaching staff a rating. I just thought... It's brave
1: going without a striker, um, especially that whilst we had two on the bench. Um, I think it says a lot about Willow's fitness, um, and also a lot about the fact that it's Thomas's first game in professional football. And is he going to be doing Saturday Tuesdays at that stage? Obviously not. Um, yeah, plant at wing back doesn't fill me with confidence. Um, especially not against CJ Hamilton that every time I've seen him plays he seems to have caused us pain in, in some way shape or form yeah. uh, but overall Crosby's got the right 11 we looked we looked bright we looked we looked sharp and we actually looked like we could have won the game so you got to right. say hats off to him um, yeah. it's seven for Crosby and the coaching staff just because, like I think, I think the subs were ten minutes too early. Um, like you say, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We've got a point. We would have, would have chewed your arm off for a point before. And if we made the subs, it, well, we might not have had the chance to make the subs ten minutes later because we could have been won down by being so open. We could have won the game by having the ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? No one's going to know, are we? But I just felt like they were just ten minutes too early.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Tom? Yeah, no, we're pretty much echo what Johnny said on that. Um, I thought Massey put himself a good shift in up front. And I, what I'd, I'd like to see is we seem to be trying. If they've got a big lump at the back, we are trying everything to avoid just kicking it straight to him. It was on the, a couple of occasions last night, it was a bit frustratingly we were trying to play out from the back. Um. Sometimes it came off, sometimes we ballsed it up. Um, but at least we weren't just lumping it up all the time to Massey with their big lad at the back who was just winning everything. I know we had to go in with a fair share of aerial challenges, but I don't know out of Thomas, Massey or Wilson which would have been the more beneficial for that. Mm. In training, Gavin Massey might be winning Eddys Galore, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I was a bit... The, don't understand the side at first, but you know, I thought thought we battled well, and it, but yeah. same as Johnny with regards to the substitutions, I would have liked to see them just hold a little bit longer.
0: Yeah, and I think what impressed me with the coaching staff, the tactics, etc, is we kind of had one shape on the ball and another shape off the ball and we were very quick to transition. As soon as that ball was lost, Massey went from your central striker to a wide man and then Garrity kind of pushed up and they made a three there so they could go and do the press as a three. And I thought that worked well when we did it. And yeah, at off to him and as you say, we'll get on to individual players, but good performance from Gavin Massey up top. Really happy with his performance and We'll get into it. Um ref watch, so uh, ref watch brought to you by hyphen repla- no, no it's not. Repair hyphen glasses. I've got them the wrong way around there, haven't I? repair Glasses.co.uk. Get yourselves over there for your glasses fixed. And I thought the ref had a decent game. Probably a six out of ten. Did he make mistakes? Yes, he did. though he made one second off. Their big lad at the back put his hand on plant, fall over, and the ref gave them a free kick. Didn't get that one. And he played an advantage on the edge of their box for ball, where we ended up going back to the centre half. I can't see what the advantage is there. As a ref, you can go advantage, then give it three, four seconds and go, actually, there's no advantage. in pulling it back. And that's what he should have done in that instance. So, a couple of mistakes there. Nothing major from him. Let the game flow well overall, I thought. And again, I think the new rules help the flow of the game. Anything add on ref watch, either of you? Yeah. Uh... I probably wouldn't have gone as high as a six. Thought oh, he was maybe. average.
2: Yeah, average for me is a five. Uh, okay. Uh, I yeah, six. I. D- you know, there was there, I, there was a few times when I found myself kind of questioning it quite a bit. He was giving them quite a lot of soft free kicks, and we weren't. We didn't seem to get anything. Um, that also could be completely affected by the fact that I'm a Vale fan and. Everything on Vale is a free kick, but not everything Vale do was a free kick. Yeah. In my eyes. So um but no, it, it, the only
0: one that baffled me with like you said was the Amble. Yeah, I couldn't get that one. And the one where he gave a foul against Plant. And yeah, I mean the, the, the so problem the amble.
2: problem is the one where he's given a free kick against Plant, um I think was it uh Nathan Smith done exactly the same. Or no, Mitch Clark's done exactly the same thing first off he's got his body in between the ball and the player and he's just at the deck. And the referee, they have to have balls, they have to know 100% that if he hasn't been tripped or pushed, that if they're going to play on. Because event, essentially that takes the defender out of the game, doesn't it? And nine times out of ten, it'll probably leave you maybe two on one in the attacking favour at the back. So you've got to be 100% sure if you're not going to give that. Um, so I can kind of see them. They're frustrating, but I think Nickname wise, between me and me, like it's like Richard Duffy all the time. Mm. He used to do it,
0: and in all fairness, he beat one of their players for diving and he was very mm. adamant no foul, the alacardia diving.
2: Well, and I'll be honest, I, be honest I nearly went shit with that because obviously he said it wasn't a foul and then blew his whistle almost straight away. and I thought he's given the bloody free kick already, like that. Yes, I did. And then, and then
0: obviously booked him, which you yeah, know, fair play, yeah, fair play. Johnny, anything to add on the ref before we get into the players?
1: No, I don't think so. I I think overall he was it was decent. There like was then, you say that the two them two chances, and I've seen that somebody asked yesterday on Facebook about the yellow card for Dan Jones. Um,
0: oh, I yeah, it? Did... Was he, I tell you what was the yellow card. I've got no question whatsoever. For those that didn't quite grasp what happened, is Dan Jones got thrown the ball by the ball boy one of the extra balls that's around the pitch? He then got that ball, threw it onto the pitch and went and get the ball that we were playing with. So it was deliberate, time-wasting, he knew exactly what he was doing and then pretended that he didn't know what he was doing. It was absolute stupidity from Dan Jones knowing that refs had been told to clamp down on that.
1: Yeah, well, I, 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 I agree and everything. It was just that, obviously, I saw someone ask about it, so I thought, it'd be yeah. nice just to get your
0: yeah, clear for those that weren't watching, they might have thought the extra ball on the pitch had come from the stand or the ball, but Dan Jones threw that extra ball on the pitch.
1: Yeah, and if he's throwing it on the pitch, then he's going to get a so. yeah, I think one of, the, one of the lionesses has done exactly the same thing today. With a that goal kick
2: didn't. in the last minute, she's, she's picked the ball up at the side, the extra ball at the side of the pitch and carried it back onto the pitch with her as she's ran back onto the pitch whilst they're trying to take a goal kick. Yeah, and she's and done she the same. Booked? Yeah, she got booked, yeah. yeah.
0: Which again, uh, in the World Cup semi final, I don't mind a player getting boot forwarded on a Tuesday night in Blackpool. where well, I think Dan Jones has already been boot once this season. To pick, yeah, up the I mean, black. I'm a bit. I'm not. Yeah, happy how about many that.
2: fucking suspensions is there going to be? Like every club's going to have. Yeah. Come, come, come! The end of August, middle of September, every club's going to have probably three or four players on four bookings, aren't they? It's a bit.
0: Yeah, but and if it's fair. Tackles they've made, something like that, I don't mind. When they're getting suspended for something like that, I don't blame the rules and I don't blame the refs. I blame the players. They know exactly what refs have been told. They know what's going to happen. It's pure stupidity. And if I was Andy Crosby, I'd be sitting Dan Jones down and having some serious words with him. Because there was the no game for. It was nil-nil. It was all throwing in there off, so we don't need to slow the game down. If we'd have been 1-0 up, I'd have kind of gone fair enough. It's a bit of gamesmanship and that. It was 0-0. There was about 20 minutes go. It's not like we're in the 93rd minute. It was bloody stupid, is my opinion. Fair enough. That's my opinion. Maybe I'm a bit harsh on that, but that's my opinion. I just didn't like the position he put himself in. Because if he had
1: to make a tackle, yeah, we've seen before that Dan Jones, when he gets sent off, doesn't normally come back into their well, squad, does he? I'll
0: take a little bit of that back. I've just had a look. It was the 88th minute. Yeah, that's, oh, well. that's what, I thought it was a lot earlier. In all fairness, I thought it was earlier. It's later than that. I thought it was a lot earlier. I still think it's stupid, knowing what refs have been told. I've, maybe I'm being a bit harsh, considering there was a couple of minutes left, and he has tried to slow it down. But still, it's a daft booking, and he knows he's going to get booked for it. It's it was daft for me, and I am sure he's been booked this season, Dan Jones. I know. The yak did he, got booked. Booked,
2: did he get booked at Barnsley? I mean, that could have pretty maybe. much Sunday's day up at Barnsley, couldn't it? Really, yeah,
0: maybe. I know the yak's been booked for taking too long with a throw in, yeah, that was at Fleetwood, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at Fleetwood. And players have also been told this season, I've read the team um, you know, when a player goes take a throw in and then drops the ball for a teammate to take, the player yeah. that does that will also be booked this season. All right. Okay. if they pick the ball up pretend take a throw and then leave it for a the teammate they're going to get booked. what so about
2: if... what about if the quick throw on quick throw in's on do well, you think it's on and then you actually think oh actually no it's not on we'll we'll throw this up the line like we have done
0: every throw that's ref's interpretation of whether they deliberately delay time so the time problem or...
2: I've got with this Bez is this now is quickly becoming the referees get to make whatever decision they want and they are not going to be held accountable for them because one, you can't talk to them, because they're just booking everyone who comes anywhere near them. I've noticed yesterday, they're making mistakes, and players are saying to him, "What, what, what is either a, why have you not given it, or b, what is wrong with that?" And he's turning around, and he's, you know, he's giving the cross sign with his hands as if to say, "You don't talk to me. I don't have to explain myself to you." Mm. And um, that's down to each individual. Rep. And then, yeah, and it's just complete bollocks at the minute. I understand the crowding round. I get all that, but players should be allowed to ask what the situation is. Why is that not a free kick? I agree. Could you just stop it and just say, it, from where I stood, it looked to me
0: like he won the ball. Yeah. Okay. Agree. Sound. No problem. Yeah, totally agree. And Johnny will tell you. Anyone that listens that I've ended up refing their games will tell you. I'm a ref that explains my decisions. What players can't do is go up to the refs shouting and balling, being aggressive, because that's a yellow card offence. I've got no issues with a player going, What's that for, ref? He says, Oh, from my angle, you've tripped him. Fair enough, he's explained himself. Yeah, player no, goes screaming just... in his face. Yeah, yeah. yellow cards. So I do agree, they should be able to speak to refs. Let's see yeah. how it pans out. So let's get on to the players. Um in goal, Johnny, number one. Becoming a big fan favourite already, becoming a team of the week favourite already. That's twice in a matter of days. Conor Ripley. Yeah,
1: I I reckon that that these people picking teams of the week are just looking at him again. I'm not not facing up to to him and explaining why he's not in this team of the week. Because whilst he's been stable for us in the last two games, made a save in each game... I wonder how bad all the keepers have been because I, I wouldn't, I haven't seen Conor Ripley and gone, my God, he's a, he, he's playing above his station, sort of thing. He's improved our defence no end. He's a brilliant keeper, but I just don't see team of the team of the week keeper.
0: But do you know what? I Get what, what I you're saying. there was a Fleetwood save on the but obviously wasn't in team of the week that week, so it's not for that. I think yeah. weekend. It's the penalty save last night. Actually, hasn't really had a lot to, to has he? But the thing, the thing with the penalty save
1: is, whilst that's good, surely there's another keeper in the league that's made two or three good saves that a uh, trump one penalty save. Do you know what I mean?
2: Like and the problem with that is the people who are
1: picking the team of the week. You don't have a representative at every game, do you? Well, it, it's 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 done off stats. So I was looking at Footmob, and Footmob actually got Connor Ripley as the man of the match in the game yesterday. I think, yeah. So it's not something. This is, this is what I mean. It's like they're obviously using an algorithm that says, right, this 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 is how it happens. So they've got Conor Ripley yesterday, a match rating of eight point three, because they said he's made four saves. The expected goals faced is zero point seven one, so he should have conceded a goal from them four. Mm. He's made fifty percent of his passes, twenty percent of his his long passes. Um, swept swept up twice, punched once, couple of, three high claims, eleven recoveries, and he had seventy two touches. And a so, turn. and a turn, yeah. So they're classing that obviously through their stats as the best player on the pitch. Which, yeah, I, I don't know. It's but then their their Blackpool centre half got an eight point three as well. The James James husband. Um and this is this this is where sometimes the stats confuse me a little bit because Planty was our third best player behind the yak, according to these stats. And it's just yeah, it's just a little bit football. We've said this a lot, haven't we? Do you know, with the expected goal thing, Bez, I know you ate it, sort of yeah. thing. But when me and Tom were talking about the other day, you can use expected goals, but you've got to use your eyes as well. To to judge. Um and I I really do think that on yesterday's performance, Ripley was solid, but not spectacular. So he got a seven for me. I think he commanded his area well. He 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 did the he did the jobs he needed to do and he punched that one over, didn't he that may have been sneaking in. Um and he made that quite standard save down the middle. So did his job for me. What I love about Connor Ripley is the fact that what he brings to the team, he he really, really, really makes the defense look a lot more stable. And obviously, these are different defenders than than last year. Like uh, one is, well, one is, yeah. Um, but including the wing backs and stuff, so yeah, it's it's just yeah, it, it's. I just I, I I love what he brings to the team.
0: Yeah, Tom.
2: Uh yeah, completely agree. I do wonder with Johnny, like Johnny just said, if they get decent stats in that game and say, like you said, Connor Ripley was man of the match, and they just do that across the division and they say, right, well, there's only been one goalkeeper who's got man of the match out of the whole league. He's in team of the week. There isn't going to be many right backs, left backs. Probably centre arms who are getting man of the match as well. Mm. So they kind of go on the best are they just going on the best stats? Um, best rating wise. Um for that. But yeah, I agree. I didn't think Conor Repley would be in team of the week after last night. Plus also is are they looking and saying, you know, it's two clean sheets off the back of a seven off nine off nine goals considered in two games, kind of thing. Mm,
1: could be.
2: um but uh, no, he was uh, he, he's he's good at what he does, like Johnny said. I I do like the fact how high up he is a lot of the time um so it almost it makes especially last night blackpool doesn't seem to be the biggest pitch in the uh in the world and a couple of times they were looking over the top um or their keeper was kicking quite a distance down the pitch um but because he's so high and our defense is a lot deeper the gap in between the two is a lot smaller um therefore obviously Making it a lot easier to defend them. When anything goes over the top, we can either make a decision whether Connor comes and gets it, or whether someone tracks back and and defends it. But I feel a lot safer with him in the sticks. Yeah, um, yep. and his confidence—you can tell—he's a confident bloke.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you both. And for those listening, might think that's quite a negative view on Connor Ripley. None of us are saying that. What we're saying is that actually, didn't have that much to do, and that's credit to the rest of the team. But we absolutely love Connor Ripley. I think he's yeah. the best goalie we've had at Vale for years, and that's after four games and nine gobbles conceded. And I think he's loving life at the Vale. I said to you, Johnny, when the players come over, clap the fans at the end, Connor Ripley got a beaming smile on his face looking at the Vale fans.
1: Yeah, and and like I said to you, don't forget that there was more fans
0: there and in a way more the
1: Morecambe-Garrett home. So he's, he's probably just excited to see that the fact that there, there's not 25 people and a dog there now.
2: He had it so, before the game as well. He, he did, was I know. But I do, I do think he gave a little bit of a weird bow. Yes, he did. I saw that. Um, And it made me wonder if, obviously, Blackpool and Morecambe, not too far. And I know he was mentioned he was seen in Morecambe not so long back as well uh, in his veiled tracksuit. So it makes he me wonder to. if he still lives there. So it made me wonder if maybe his family had come down to watch him last night and they were in the away end. Ah, could have been. Um, and he was just picking them out. Um, but yeah, I couldn't get my head around the bowing, but maybe you can explain that at a different date.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. But yeah, absolutely love the bloke. And let's hope he has a long career at there, because I think he could go down as one of the best goalers we've had in recent memories. So fingers crossed, it's a long spell and not just a short spell. Um, Tom, right to the back three, Captain Smith. After game one, we thought it could have been Captain Smith captain of the Titanic, that at the iceberg looks a lot more solid now.
2: Yeah. Um, typical Nathan Smith game for me. In my eyes, I think he's um, I'm starting to prefer him at the right on the right side, I think. Um, especially if they're playing multiple strikers, because then he gets to mark. And I think that's when you get the best out of Smithy, when he's marking, not when he's sweeping up other people's mistakes um really solid you know Won his headers, won his battles um the the only gripe at the minute i've got with smithy and it's a bit of a reoccurring gripe and it probably goes back to something johnny said maybe 12 16 15 16 months ago is when he receives the ball he's got to learn to play it quicker Because at the minute, you know, you've got the likes of Arblaster and Funzo. And they are coming to get the ball pretty sharpish off him. And there is a couple of times when he's hesitating. Um, But that's the only thing really off last night I can fault him on. Um, So, I'd
1: I'd probably go with a seven for Smith, to be honest.
0: Johnny, Captain Smith.
1: Yeah, Smith, you got a seven for me. I thought he's growing into this back three. The yak seems to help as well i've i've always said smithy plays better when he's got an experienced lad next to him with him in that back three to take a bit of that pressure away from him and it seems like already that the the them pair are, are forming a good relationship and jonesy's in the middle sweeping up so it'll be interesting to see what happens once is fit and where he fits in i was going to ask um, you that
0: but you've took that one away
1: yeah, that that will be an interesting one. But at the minute, we haven't got to deal with that dilemma. Um, but I do what what I, what I did like last night about Smithy is that started with um, Sonny Bradley was up there and um, that lavery, lavery, yeah, started with them pair up there who we were who we were nippy and little and previously caused Nathan Smith hassle with pace. And he dealt with that brilliantly. And then when he changed it to Jake Beasley, the first thing I think Smithy did was start pinching and pulling at him to see if he fancied the fight. And I really yeah. don't think he did. Blackpool fans haven't been the most complimentary about him. And I know that, Bez, you you really like Beasley, but he didn't strike me as a striker yesterday with a point to prove. Um, He just... He, so I think that was down to, down to our defence because they they reacted really well to to both kinds of both kinds of striker that, that that blackpool threw at us and that's reassuring now that we've dealt with Andy Carroll which is one thing and then we've gone and dealt with Lavery and Sun, Sonny um and then we've then managed to switch up in the same game to deal with Bearsley so kudos to the back three and Nathan Smith. Really leading him now. Saw that there was a lot of time where he was talking and organising. And him and Mitch seemed to have a good relationship together, which is really helpful. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, I, was, I really enjoyed watching the defensive side of, of his game. But like Tom did mention, there was a couple of times he went forward and kind of overlapped. And it just felt like he was overlapping from to be an extra man rather than to offer something properly, but then end up with the ball. And <sighs> sometimes you just thought, oh, just wish he'd be a little bit quicker.
0: Yeah, all further. And moving on, Johnny, the middle of the back three, I've just checked, it was his first booking of the season, so I'll take it back a little bit of what I said. But I think <laughs> it was a fucking stupid booking. But he had a good game overall. Dan Jones. Oh, I d-
1: Dan Jones yesterday... The confidence is back in him. He he, he sprayed two or three really good crossfield passes yesterday. The header that he powered in, albeit he was offside, was some header. Um, he, he 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 literally took the goal net off, didn't he, with that header? Um, defensively, he was really good last night. That one that looped over the top and he completely lost it, and then he just flicks an heel up and kind of. Flicks his away. Granted, it went into the middle, but it went into the packed bit of the middle where everyone was. He just felt comfortable last night, Jonesy did, and I think everyone around him felt comfortable. And I I like him in that middle of the three. I think he's better there than he is wide. Um. So yeah, I was I was really happy and a, a good a good seven seven out of ten performance for Jonesy. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah, agree. Um.
2: He looks... Again, another one who game by game is looking stronger and stronger. Um, there seems to be a, a a thing that people are quite happy to point out that certain players haven't played an awful lot of football, so therefore should be given time. Um, Dan Jones has got to be one of them. He hasn't played since, I think, January, before these three games, four game. Well, yeah, he, he missed the Fleetwood game, didn't he? Yeah,
0: which was be away. he wanted to go. Yeah
2: which was it late January early Feb Somewhere around that mark. And you missed three four months then you've got you know yeah. he's had to have surgery and whatnot um so he deserves a bit of time to to get back in you know you're talking eight months before he's playing competitive football again it's not easy to just come straight back in and and hit the ground running um but he's definitely after after three games. He's getting somewhere close. There's still a couple of um, couple of wayward balls, but you know we're starting to get more going to where they should be than aren't. Um, I think we need to look at it a little bit. It, it's almost if he spots someone standing, like if Plant is standing free. He struggles to hit him. If if we make a run, I don't know how, whether it's a, a training ground routine or, and we seem to make like a darting run. That's when he seems to hit his targets so often. Um, don't know whether there's anything in that or whether it just seems to be, you know, he knows already where it's going, so he hasn't got to look up and worry about it where it, where the man is when
1: he's between looking down and kicking the ball. Yeah, um, winger. Well, yeah, will tell no. you that. A winger. will tell you that's good attacking play. That's what a winger. will tell you. They, they've mean? read where. Yeah, they've read where the. Pass- oh God! Yeah, yeah. But
2: it's not. It's about the player who's. Yeah. Who's, who's playing the ball all day? We know that. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. You've got to. I see a good run as some if courses have been put into areas, but I think a cross field ball into someone's feet on the run. That's about the ball. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for me, like Johnny said, getting stronger and stronger, seven out of ten,
0: quite happy. Yeah, with you both on that, I had a good game. As I've said, I have picked him up on the booking because I think he's only right to because it was a stupid booking. I don't mind players getting booked for the right things, but his overall performance, fantastic, and the back three was solid. Now, as you say, Johnny, I think I quite prefer him in the middle to anywhere else. And moving on, Tom left of the back three. Maybe, just maybe this is the season where the curse is broke. Sponsored by the Ale and Vale podcast and is looking okay at the moment. The yak.
2: Yeah. Um just probably what we've all screamed out that we've been missing last season within uh height. Um is strong, he's vocal. Um he, he, to be fair to him, when he's knocking balls down the line, he's firing them in. Uh, he's always showing he's not scared to have it to feet at the back. Um, and defensively, can't can't really fault him at the minute. Um, yeah. I'm very happy with the signing. And yeah. Long long may it continue and the progression keep going. Uh, I would like us to use him a little bit more effectively attacking-wise. Mm. Because it baffles me how many adds. we can win defensively, but we can't seem to win a fucking single one attacking-wise. Well, we can if we're offside. Yeah. Um, don't really know how to respond to that, I'll be can't if we, <laughs> we probably would if we caught it as well, but it's not in the rules, is it? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, But yeah, no... Nope. Uh, i i thought the i thought yak the yak was the better was the the best out of the three last night
0: mm. uh he would probably just scrape an eight for me yeah and as bar was pointed out last night the yak set jones up for his goal that got ruled out and scored one at the weekend so fingers crossed it's a matter of time before he gets on the school sheet johnny the yak
1: yeah Tom's finished off how I was going to start. I thought he was the best of the best of the three last night, not, not head and shoulders above, but he, he was he was the one that you looked at and thought he, he felt like he played a lot of games, a lot of senior games. He, he was looked like a leader, a captain, and it's good to see that we've got two at the, two at center off, because Smithy's a leader by example. Yak's a talker. There was a there was there was a minute in the first half where something some something went a pass went astray and it caused him to have to make a tackle um, and he was bollocking someone and absolutely hounded like and that's what you need sometimes like you need someone to tell you that's that that's wrong like sort it out be better and already he's been here what a month and he's got the confidence to do that so. It's it shows that are settled in, and last night's performance was just it, similar to the other two. You didn't you didn't you didn't ever feel you didn't even ever feel worried by any sort of ball, whether it was over the top, in behind, whether it was looped looped up in the air, whether it was into a big lad's face chest area. You didn't ever feel like oh, they're, they're not going to win it, and I I think. In the space of three games, technically two, to to feel like that, you've got to give Crosby a lot of credit as well,
0: mm. because
1: he's coaching them to do this. The zonal marking has improved. It's now it, it felt more of a hybrid against Blackpool. Um, don't know what you you pair thought of it. It, it did feel more of a hybrid against Blackpool. There was a couple of their big lads were, were picked up man-to-man and then we were marking, marking the zones from there. But the, the, there's a lot of positives going on and it's, it, it feels good to me and, and the Yak is one of them real positives.
0: Yeah, I'm waiting for the zonal marking, let's be honest, it's one of them things that only ever gets talked about when it goes wrong. We haven't conceded a goal in the last two games so there's no need to talk about it. It's no. done all right and Crosby's coached it well. No, exactly, and that's why I wanted to pick it up as well, yeah. because it, we are quick
1: to criticize when things aren't, aren't going well, and whilst we go through the players and stuff, we talk about they've done this good and this bad sort of thing, but we don't pick up on stuff like zonal marking, and we, we hammered that against Fleetwood.
0: Yeah. Fair. so Yeah, very fair. And moving on, Johnny, right to the midfield/ slash wing map, whatever you want to say, Mitch Clark, welcome back. Welcome back, Mitchell. Welcome back. Um.
1: So, walk, walk, walking out, walking out the ground um, yesterday, Dick, Dicko pulled me to the side, and Dicko's words to me were, "Your pod's a sham. If Mitch Clark isn't man of the match, and then we'd taken four steps, and Dicko had given another two man of the matches out. Um, <laughs> one one of them was <laughs> One of them was the Yak, and he was, he was, Yak was my third choice. Um, yeah. My second choice we'll get onto. but Mitchell Clark was man of the match for me.
0: Or paralysis man of the match, and I agree with you, he was my man of the match. Brought to you by Paralysis Escape Rooms. Get yourselves over there, and Hanley, if you want the shit scaring out of you like them donkeys on Blackpool Beach, Paralysis Escape Rooms, the place to go. Mitch Clark, two out of three man of the matches. is an trick, Tom. It's two out of three. Two out of three. Well, Meatloaf said that ain't bad. Carry on, Johnny. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just think what we get with Mitch,
1: going forward, he's amazing. Defending, is improving game by game. What I love about him is that when we defend a corner, he's the furthest forward on the attack, and he's got a bit of pace about him. He's got that nouse about him. And he's quite strong, isn't he? If you, like, yeah. He muscles off, off a defender. He uses his horse well. In that sort of thing where he just leans into him and he 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 looks he looks like in this formation he's going to be an absolute cracker um he looks like he's matured so much since he left us footballing terms as well so i'm just I'm really happy that that, that we've got mitch and the performance yesterday was, was brilliant there was the, that ta- that tackle he put in. Um, On on the sideline, for example, where he just smashed their lad into next week so he could get back into position and settle is everything you want to see. Yeah, I'm with you. And a mark? Um, To eight for for Mitch. Yeah.
2: Tom? Uh, Like Johnny said, he was outstanding. Um, His energy. I don't know how he quite keeps up going at such a pace. 19 20 times up and down that line his fitness levels are, must be through the roof um but yeah it, it he's quickly becoming a v- very good wing back in this division probably the biggest sides in the division he's you know he's outshining their wing backs if that makes sense mm. um you know, he made when he came off the bench Saturday. He made Reading's defense look stupid for the 15, 20 minutes he was on. Um, his his running, his levels last night were were fantastic. Uh, his tackling. Um, having seen him for the first half at Barnsley, the the brief spell against Reading and all of last night it it this is now I don't mean this to to sound horrible or to sound like I've forgotten about him or or anything like that or didn't appreciate what he put in for the club but the, the decision for Clark over Worrell, now to me this is this is showing the difference it has when you have so much pace and power at wing back. Worrell was was losing that. Worrell was going backwards on that. Um, and for me, this is this is the this is a way of showing that that's what we needed to get back to, especially with this formation. We needed someone younger, someone with more power, more pace. Um,
0: and yeah, forty was outstanding last night, Mitch. Uh, agree with the eight, yeah. With you both, I thought Mitch was outstanding. My man, of the match as well. As you say, John, he gets forward, back, gets tackles in, creates going forward. You can't really ask for any more from your wing back than that. And long mate, continue. Welcome back, Mitch Clark. Moving on, Tom. I'll go across the midfield. The order they've got it on Sky. So, next, the blasty. <laughs>
2: I wish you hadn't have just pulled that face at me as you said the word plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, it looked like you were about to ask me to knock you off. Um, so, yeah, well, if you're offering. <laughs> well, they certainly don't call me the blasters <laughs> Um But no, uh, another fantastic performance from Ollie. I... Uh, maturity beyond his years with with the ball at his feet um i said a couple i think it was after the fleetwood game um and i can't remember who i said it to i know i said it to a couple of lads around me who I sat with um but it seems to be the difference with ollie is his first touch will take him well on his way to where he's going whereas a lot of the other players in this division they have their first touch and then they decide where they're going. Mm. He's already that half a second, probably that's all it is. But that half a second makes a huge difference. Um, And he's skipping around players, you know, he's skipping around players in the right areas. He's tidy um, when he needs to be, he plays a simple ball. He's always available. He's not afraid of where to have it anywhere. Um, As we touched on earlier, for me, it was 10 minutes too early when he came off last night. Um, But if you said to me, we bring him off on 70 minutes on Tuesday night and he plays all 90 at Charlton and, you know, you get get a full 90 from him and you still get a point out of the game at Blackpool. Okay, I'm happy with that. That's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: I'm with you. Um, I would give
1: seven to Ollie last night. Yeah.
0: Johnny, what did you make of the blaster?
1: Just, can you stop that, please? But, um, yeah, Tom summed up our blaster really well. I think one of the big things with him is that he's got got a footballing brain about him. Um, And a lot of the time, like, young lads are sent out on loan for the first loan to get some experience. And I don't know if you remember... When we had Marcus Harness on loan, for example, from Burton,
0: I try not to, but I do.
1: But yeah, he 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 left us a man because he went on and he's he's had a very good career at decent decent clubs, hasn't he? Yeah. And and sometimes that's what you think that the first the first real loan's going to be out of out of a club, whereas our blaster seems to seems to coming in. And if you turn round and said this lad's twenty six and has played. 40 games a season for the past six, seven seasons. You wouldn't bat an eyelid, I don't think. I think he's that apart good. From,
0: apart from the baby face.
1: Yeah, apart from the baby face. Apart from the fact he looks 12 years old. But I think he's that good. Yeah, um, There was one time last night where he went in for a tackle. It looked like he was going in with his studs showing and it was going to be a dangerous one, like one of them standing ones. But actually, he just brought his foot right where the ball was going to be, brought it down and then moved it direction. And it was like, that's the sort of class above that Tom was just talking about with him. And I just, I I really like him. And I I think that my only worry with him is that, is he going to be ours come January the 1st? That's my only worry with him, because if he carries on, who knows where he'll end up up this year.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that. And the flip side of that is, if he is that good till January the 1st, we've had one hell of a first four months, five months of the season. Yeah, be, definitely. I
2: mean, funny, if he's playing like that at 18, on his first league debut, he'll he'll play international football. There aren't many players who have such an impact at 18. Yeah. In their first their first um, thing. You know I mean, you look, Sheffield United
0: fans were crying out, Could he be on the bench for them in the Prem? Yeah. That's how good he is. I think he's definitely got the potential to be a Premier League player 100%. Yeah. I think he's got that potential. You know, he's still going to grow. As you say, he's 18 and that's both as a player and physically he's going to grow from 18. But he's certainly got the potential if he can carry on developing. And a discussion for another Thursday, I've seen someone mention it on the internet as best loan signings we've had over the years. And if he carries on the way he's going, He's going to be right up there with the rest of them. So that's a discussion for another Thursday. It is, Johnny. Well, yeah, a seven. Did you give him a rating seven. No. Yeah. So, yeah, seven for our blaster.
1: Ten, ten minutes too early coming off, like Tom said. But yeah, it, overall, it, everything's positive. The midfield positive. So a happy, happy man.
0: Yeah. And talking about positives in midfield, Johnny, been announced today a new contract that keeps him here. I think for three years. Funzo, and as. Yeah. Ross tweeted on Twitter, Crosby wants to have fun, so.
1: Yeah, it's not, as I say, it's not just girls that want to have fun, so.
0: It's not just girls, Crosby wants a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, but, he was my second in man of the match last night. Eight out of ten, brilliant performance in the holding role. Went a bit missing as he was asked to push further forward, but, as we know, he, he's turned around and said that his favourite part is letting the footballers do the football footballing, and he'll he tidy up and whatnot. And we we're seeing that now. We're seeing that comment because like like we 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 picked up on it and we mentioned it. How 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 good must he be as a defensive midfielder? Well, he's he's proving it for me these last these last two games. He's he, he's proven what he does. He drops into that back three, offers the pass. He he's, he sprays a ball while He he can put a tackle in, and he's got that ability to instead of tackling, go and drop in in a position and intercept, and then try and get away with the ball. And I think that's I think that's really underrated. Um, but yeah, I really I really like him. Good eight out of ten performance, and long may it continue. And happy new contract.
0: Yeah, Tom, do you want to have Funzo?
1: My man of the match by a country mile last night.
2: Uh, I would argue a nine out of ten. And weirdly, Andy used a phrase on the Reading podcast, which I thought couldn't describe Funzo anymore. And I think that was the the going around putting out fires. Mm. Uh, And I thought he did it again brilliantly last night he seemed to be everywhere where he was needed this he's, he's got this little knack of when somebody else is losing the ball he almost goes in helps them out and just just manages to toe poke him out of trouble the other way or something like that um his energy levels again uh, are brilliant you know i think was it the 89th, ninth, ninety might have been well into injury time when he sprint sprinting forward with the ball, and you know he got clattered from behind. And we just needed something to just take the pressure off just for a couple of minutes. Um, but yeah, I thought he was outstanding last night, and I was a bit worried after the first two games, after the Barnes in the Fleetwood game. Um, yeah, but now he's backed them up with two two solid. Well, yeah, Reading was a good performance. Last night for me was outstanding. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, my one of the match, nine out of ten last night.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And I can see why you've given a team him. Like I say, Clark was mine and Johnny's, but I can see why you've gone fun. I'm um, moving on, Tom. At left wing back slash left winger last night. Mr. Plant? Uh, solid,
2: solid. I thought he had a job. Against, you know, one of the better wingers in the division. We know he's caused us problems in the past. Um, we do know that he likes to play on the right and use his left use his left peg. I think in a way that helps Planty. Because that probably puts Planty nine times out of ten on his stronger side as well, being right footed. Um so when they're going down the you know, with, with CJ on his right foot and Planty trying to tackle with his left foot off and probably want the ball where it is. Mm. Um, I thought he did okay. I thought he probably, he probably could have been one of the ones to go off. Um, at sixty seventy, I thought he he really he put that much in. He probably ran out of steam a little bit. To be fair to him, because it is a big ask. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, a, a six
0: out of ten for Planty last night, Johnny. Johnny there? Johnny's gone. Johnny's gone. He's had enough, hasn't he?
2: Fucking
0: hell. Deli. the really doesn't want to talk about plenty. For me then, plenty. while we wait for Johnny. <laughs> um, I thought plenty actually, massive, massive vote of confidence for Crosby last night to start plenty against CJ Hamilton and say to him, do you know what, Conor Grant probably isn't up to... Another game at the moment. Yeah, he's had nine games, he played nine games last year through injury. You're going in against CJ Hamilton, who we're not going to come up against many better wingers than CJ Hamilton this year. And Planty did a good job on him. I thought he kept CJ Hamilton fairly quiet. Yes, I think Blackpool targeted that wing, and that's where they will look the most likely, but they haven't got a goal from it. So for me, Planty gets a seven out of the ten because he did more than we'd probably expect of him by keeping Hamilton quiet and keeping Blackpool at a clean sheet. His work rate, his energy, his pace gets him out of some situations and he's not naturally a defensive player. He is a player that prefers to be on the front foot going forward. That's where I prefer seeing him. But you know, Wad's done a great job for the team last night and I thought Plenty really deserved some props for what he did last night at Blackpool. Johnny, are you back? I'm back. There we go.
1: Yeah, is Pl- 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 one of two players that I think deserves a bit of credit from, from the podcast um, for players that we've hammered. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've Pl- never hammered Planty. No, listen, let me finish my, let me fin- finish my speaking, Bummer. and then, then you can jump in if, if you feel necessary. I hammer Plante quite a lot about wing back, about the fact that there's two parts of the job, and he does yep. one part very well. I can't hammer him last night about not doing the second part well. I think he defended well last night. There was two or three times where Hamilton got in behind him. But I'm confident enough to say that if Conor Grant was playing, the same thing would have happened a couple of times. If Mitch was on that side, the same thing would have happened. Like CJ Hamilton is, is a good winger. He's He's better than League One as a winger. I don't see him as a wing back, but that's do you know what I mean? Each, each to their own. Playing, <laughs> some to Blackpool where they play him, but um, yeah, Planty had a had a good defensive game. He was quiet going forward. Um, it seemed like the, maybe a bit more of a game plan was for him to sit back and defend more than Mitch on the other side. Mitch seemed to get forward a lot more than Planty did, um, but yeah. There's a couple of times where you look at it and go. Oh. There was one second half where Plenty had the chance to bomb on and he just stopped at the halfway line, and then we had a bit of a three or four players in like a five yard box, and it was that was just a bit of naivety from him not being a not being a wing back, um, and it's nice to see that he's he's, he's learning. He's going to make mistakes there. Will Riders turned around and said he sees him more as an eight or an 8 or a 10, hasn't he? So yeah. that, that'll be interesting going forward. But he also acknowledged the fact that the best place of getting minutes for us this, this season is out at wing-back. So that's going to help his game improve at n- no end. Because um, we've all seen he can defend. Ipswich is setting, playing in playing centre midfield, he could defend. So we know that he can do it. It's just getting the balance right at wing-back. Um, and that's a good building block. Uh, I agree, seven. Um, and yeah, he's, he's he's on his way to being a very good player for us. Um, yeah. And we just need to nurture him right and and look after him.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. And I do wonder if actually was played there more for his pace against Hamilton because Conor Grant's not the pacesest. So maybe that was the game plan to have him there to use his pace against Hamilton. I don't know. But as you say, I was, honest, just
2: I, think a, I was thinking that mesame, me myself, yeah. I'll be honest, because I thought if if Hamilton gets the other side of Grant, there's no recovery. If Hamilton gets the other side of Plant, there's there's always potential for a bit of recovery there, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, great performance. Let's see, plenty getting more involved at the other end and future games to get me close to my 15 goal involvements. Johnny, moving on, and I'll go from right to left on the two that played behind the front man. So, according to Sky, we'll go first with the best on earth. Ben Garrity, back at his old stomping ground in Blackpool.
1: Yeah, decent performance by Ben. I thought, did a lot, the, the, the three, the three as a whole did a lot of dirty work up there and a lot of the stuff that's really unfancied. And so, like, you've got to give them credit for that. I think, but when, when he broke into the box into the second second half his his touch took him a little bit wide but i think he, he managed to get a good effort into towards chislett who <laughs> ran a bit too is a bit too straight maybe i don't know but um yeah Garrity did all right did well um i'd say seven seven for him there's there, there was a few bits and bobs where You'd like to see him a bit more involved in it, in the game as he's playing further forward, but not not going to break my neck. Yeah, You're not break
0: I.
2: My neck. Um, oh, <laughs> it's all right, best You were you were too busy seeing that City had equalised, didn't you? Um, I I agree with you on Ben, and I also agree with the fact that you've just said about the are doing the dirty work. Um, I noticed on a couple of occasions when they broke and they got runners going into the box ben often was chasing multiple different runners as if to say i'll cover you if it goes in here it was never actually specifically ben's man but obviously because he's got the legs and the pace to get back in there i think i wonder if that's almost like a new role of part of his his defensive duties is if anybody comes from midfield and breaks through then you know it's down to Ben to track him back in and I wonder if that maybe is leaving a little bit of a a doubt in his mind on when to go forward well not doubt but you know making him question when when do you go forward and when do you not go forward Mm. um with regards to the chance me and Johnny spoke about it at the time um I think it was a mixture between if Chislett carries on running, Ben's ball's fantastic. If Chislett stops, Ben's got to cut it further back to feet. Um, but also, I, I mean, uh, how many players threw on goal at their old club don't just pull the trigger and, and fire it. have a go. Mm. But, you know, it's one of them things they happen uh, i'm not disappointed by his performance at all because of that i thought he had a solid game yeah and um, probably well, a six
0: six out of ten for me yeah Whether well, you both thought he had a solid game did his job well did what we expected. Ben garrity worked his knackers off and now recover for saturday good performance from ben uh, tom next to him was Jesse. yeah um uh, Thought he was the one in midfield last
2: night who looked the 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 more tired. Is that the phrase? Um, there was a couple of times he nicked past his man, um, and maybe just didn't quite have the legs just to carry it on. Um, I'd like to see him get on the ball maybe a little bit more in tighter areas because I think that's where he can hurt players as well. Um, but thought he had a brilliant. First off, then just died off a little bit in the second half. Um, and for me, he probably would have come off first before our blaster for me. Mm. Um, but no, I'm liking everything I'm seeing from Chisler. He will be more of an asset than he will be a hindrance. So I'm quite happy with that. Yeah,
0: 100%. Um, probably another six out of 10. Yeah, and a few people that watch an half have said to me they thought Shit, he was man of the match. So I think he probably looked better on tally than he did in the stadium. Did nothing wrong. I'm with you, but wasn't up there for man of the match for me, Johnny.
1: Yeah, I think I, I don't. It wasn't up there with man of the match. I think, like like I said, they, they did a lot of the dog work, didn't they? The the defenders did, uh, the the attackers did there, and I think he was one of them that probably. I wouldn't say suffered because I don't, th- I don't think his performance was bad, but he's, he's the sort of player that's going to have more 6 out of 10s than anyone because you're looking for something special to happen. Um, and when he doesn't, he, he'll still work hard for you and you'll go, yeah, he's, 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 off, he's offered you something, but I just want... And that's how you feel, you're like, he's offered me something can he just and a couple of the efforts he had a couple of decent off chances which he, he pretty much shanked and you just you're looking at him going hey, he's so Louis dodds that we, we just need to get used to it and find like remember what it's actually like to have a player that's got that bit of ability that bit of confidence but is going to go missing two or three times a season which I accept. I'm fine with that. I'm not. I'm not slating him for it. It's just that we've got to remember that that's that's going to happen with him because I really do think it, it is going to happen more with with Chislet than maybe most. Yeah. So yeah, six out of ten. Um, I like the fact he's not he's not afraid to pull the trigger.
0: Um, but yeah, I just want a bit more of it, really. Yeah, I, to be fair, and with everything you've said, that I do think that we're probably he's the one we're looking forward to have that moment of magic and that creative spark. And if he doesn't do it, people will be like, oh, Chessy hasn't provided today. Whereas, actually, I think he's worked just as hard as Ben Garrity last night. And probably, you know, he's done all the running that Ben did and everything you want for the game that was like last night where you're going to do a lot of chasing. Worked tirelessly, which I couldn't say the other day and still can't say. And, yeah, good shift from him put himself about, not scared, get on the ball, which I like, or we'll have a go, which I like, or we'll look for that killer pass, which I like. And I think he'll certainly provide us with more goals and win us more games than he's ever going to cost us. And I think he's a great sign. And let's see how he grows into this side.
2: I think, and there, then, was, I think there was, sorry, just quickly, I think there was one oh, just first half. And I can't remember whether it was Garrity or Chislett. And we did, we broke through and we were almost two on one and he played it to the left, Yeah. Um, and it was for Planty, And I do wonder if the right foot of Planty hindered us then. If it had been Conor Grant and he could have run onto it and hit it straight away with his left peg, would we have been better off? Um, but again, that's what the good thing with them two in that position is, because if he can get the wrong side of the man, they will cause problems,
0: the pair of them. Yeah, no, they will. Well, I'm moving on. Storch is a striker last night. I'm going to use Johnny's ploy of the pod giving him some hammering, <laughs> but, but actually, go on. You're out of this, are you? Yeah, yeah. The pod has given him some hammering over the last oh, 12 months. Actually, put a great shift in last night. Good performance from him. Isn't a striker, but that's not his problem that he's been picked up front. But did everything you want from him there and put a good shift in for the team. And it was Gavin Massey
1: yeah i think we we with Massey, we we know we know he's got his faults but the last the last two three games he like, actually the all four games a season the one thing you can't you can't accuse Massey of is not putting a shift in um because he's actually he's been doing it he's been he's been a lot more active than he's he's been previously he's he he's trying um And yesterday, he just looked like a a League One winger playing up front. Whereas before and during the season, sometimes he's he's looked like he's never seen a football before. Whereas I think he looked like a League One winger up front. He he was looking to get the ball out of his feet, he was looking at pushing and running. And it showed real good strength to to put their centre off on his horse to then get on the attack and unfortunately blaze it a bit wide. I don't know if he. Got a bit excited or whatnot, but it, it it's it's a good starting point for him. Um, it's for me starting the, the new season brightly, and he's he's giving himself the chance to actually be be loved again. And you saw that by the fact that people were singing his name, clapped clapped him off massively when he was subbed off. Um, so I I think he's 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 growing back. On growing back on Vale fans, like he did the first few appearances of last season. So let's hope that everything stays well, keeps 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 on this upward trajectory. Tra- 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 yeah, yeah, that, that word, one. that one. Yeah, you know, where I'm, you know where I'm going. I'm not trying it a third Subjectory. time. That's the one. There we go. I not- tried it twice. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, we tried it twice. It didn't work. But yeah, let- let's hope he continues. And I think for, for me, it was. It was a, a solid six out of ten um and we it's it's good foundations um I fully expect josh thomas to to start against charlton, but I wouldn't have a breakdown if 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 Massey did either based on that performance
2: Tom? Hmm. yeah uh, I think Johnny really covered everything there um, he he did everything, especially first off. More so, first off, I think. Um, second off, the game got a little bit too stretched for him, which I think was when the right time was to take him off. Um, but yeah, first off, you know, he put himself about. He was jumping for headers with the lad. I mean, the lad must have had six or seven inches on Gavin Massey, and he still kept. He kept jumping with him. He didn't make life easy for him. Um, and I think that's the the bare minimum of what you've got what you can do when you're up there. Uh and like we we you know we've alluded to before he isn't a striker. Um, and sometimes you lose them half movements with that. Um but there's you know there's loads of loads of time in the season for him to to keep improving on that and to keep getting better. Yeah. Um and yeah and, you know like Johnny said, Johnny spoke about earlier when he, he snapped at his chance. Um, and the problem is when you're probably a midfielder playing as a striker, you probably don't get many chances. Um, so I think he just needs to, just, you know, if he can just calm down on it, you know, sometimes I'd rather him just caress his side foot than trying to knock not the pigskin off the bastard. Um, you know, he just needs to just relax
0: yeah no I'm with you on that and I'm with everything you both said about Massey they're fine I'm not going to berate him for the chance he mess because he created it all by himself with his own hard work knocking the defender off the ball maybe should have worked the goal well he should have worked the goalie but you know what created the chance himself go and have a pop don't mind that and as you say Johnny I won't be having a meltdown if he starts again Saturday after that but fully expect Josh Thomas coming so that was super veil vale away at Blackpool, brought to you by Andy PVFC's taxis. If you need a taxi, get yourself over to him. He can't time travel, so he's not going to take your veil away to Blackpool, but he will take you to the airport. And if you've seen him on Facebook this week, he might even put a suit on. Unlikely, he's going to crack a smile, though. Andy PVFC's taxis. Johnny, moving on, we're away on the road again on Saturday.
1: Yeah, th- third, third of the first four games. I don't know who sorted the fixtures out this, this year, but... They're an absolute balance because at this point of the season, every, every club come Saturday will have either played three away and one at home or three at home and one away. Um, whatever happens to the all home away rotation, I don't know. It's
0: uh, because
1: of the midweek, is Well, no. Well, that, that should have no bearings to it whatsoever. I'm sure it does every season. It, you, we're not at this point of the season and you've, been, you've, you've had three away games usually. I'm sure you haven't.
0: No, I think we've normally had three home by now.
1: I don't know about that. I'd have to look back. I just feel like it feels very heavy. Maybe it's the three away games we've had as well that makes it feel a bit like that. But
0: Yeah, maybe so. But you look at it, they generally try, and it doesn't always work, but they try have your home away on alternative Saturdays and then the Tuesdays slide in.
1: Mm, yeah. Well, I'll um,
0: we'll have a look at that in a moment, though, because...
1: It, it feels like it's excessive. I know you've got to you've you've got to play everybody twenty three times to open away, so it don't really matter, but um we're on the po- we're we're on we're on the road again. Um Charlton away, they've had a very bad start. Um by their standards. Um they they ploughed a bit of money into it this summer. That they will have expected to to not to to have had a couple of wins under the belt and they lost 98th minute, I think it was to Bristol Rovers yesterday. Um, so yeah, they they, they find themselves 15th on three points. Um, beat Orient 1 0 on the opening day, and then they've lost to Peterborough and lost to Bristol Rovers, um, whilst losing to Newport in the cup as well. So it's going to be an interesting one, I think. Um <sighs> I think this is this this is gonna be another one of them challenges for us. Um but there's no reason why we can't go there and cause a bit of havoc. They're playing a four one, four one. Um which will 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 test our back three more, I think, because the we, we we've done well recently against the two up front, haven't we? But now Going back up to that one and that one being Alfie May. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. So, um, Bez, you're on the way down, aren't you? What 11 would you pick?
0: Um, you've got go. I think Ripley obviously keeps his place in goal. The back three remain. So you're going Smithy Jones and the Yak. I think Clark keeps his place at right wing back, presuming his injury is okay to play. Again, which I'm sure it will be. And I think Granty probably comes in at left wing back for Clark for this one. Uh, For Clark, for Plant, I mean. Um, Although there could be an argument for Plant again because these have got some pacey, tricky wingers. But I think they probably rest Granty on the Tuesday to play the Saturday. So I think Grant comes in. Midfield, Ojo and the blaster holding. I think we probably go one up top again. So you're playing Thomas up top with Chizzy and Garrity off him. Fair one, so so two changes, Thomas, two. Thomas and Grant in, Planty and Massey out. Fair enough, Tom.
2: Any that, more changes? No, that would that would be exactly the same as me. To be honest, um, I think there's a a case for Josh Thomas to to have been rested, and I don't think he was. It seemed he was a bit. He didn't overexert himself last night. Um, which makes me think that you know it was just a just a rest and rest and recuperation game. Get ready to go at them again Saturday. Start from the off. Uh, he didn't chase anything aimlessly last night, which was good. Um And yeah, plenty, plenty and Grant. Uh, you know, Conor Grant for me is still the first choice left wing back. So if he's available and fit, then he should be starting. Um we spoke a lot about experience, and I think games at uh, places like Charlton, this is where we need need to lean on that experience. Um, I, I don't really know an awful lot about them after, you know, I need, obviously saw them, we probably saw them more recently than most teams, but I know they've lost quite a few players since, since then, aren't they? I know they've got um, the lad... Still in midfield, who for me last time run the show was it Dobson? Yeah, George Dobson, yeah, the, the
1: ex full lad, yeah, yeah,
2: and um, obviously the Alfie May, um, but they haven't got like likes of uh, Rack, is it Rack Sui or Rack Saki? Rack Saki, he was a, Raksui, yeah, I think he was a Bandy, right? Yeah. Uh, he was on loan, wasn't he? Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm not really sure Alfie May. I've always been a fan, but I've never I've never outlined him as a world beater. Um, you know, hopefully touch wood that doesn't come back to bite me on the arse come five
0: half past five Saturday. Yeah. And, and Johnny, I've just looked back at the fixtures for the last two seasons and I'm right in what I say with the Saturdays that they've had alternative Saturdays. However, the Tuesday game has been to level it up rather than to go three one. So, for instance, it would have been Bale at home on the Tuesday to make it 2-2 for home yeah. away rather than 3-1. That,
1: that's what so, I mean. I, I, I just yeah, feel so like that's it,
0: where it's gone wrong.
1: Yeah, I just don't know what's happened this season because it's, it's happened for everyone. It's not just Bale. Yeah. So, it's obviously, there's obviously a thought process around it somewhere, but yeah. I can't work out what it is. Yeah,
0: the last two seasons, it's been home, away, home more, away, home, away for the Saturdays. But the chief's yeah. just balanced it off at two piece, which it hasn't this year, as you say.
1: So yeah, it's just a bit weird. But yeah. um question for you if Alice is fit, do you consider Alice over Thomas? Yeah.
0: Consider I yes.
1: I do I do.
2: I probably would how fit is he gonna be? He's got a car off strain. He's that not been in question. the squad for two games. That's not like he's been on the bench and come off the bench. Um, he's because you know, with Alice, he he has uh hold up ability, mm. you know. Um, and especially away from now. home, especially away from home, he, he's you know, we, yeah, we might have had a little bit, we might have had a little bit more last night if we'd have got someone like Alice Harrison up front. Um, yeah. And that, that is no disrespect whatsoever to, to Massey playing up there. I just Al, That's Alice's game. That is what he is a footballer for because he is good at that. Um, so I do think there there is maybe a case for uh, always oh. looking at Alice to start away from home. And then you then have a look to see whether you're going to play two up top and play Thomas alongside him or whether you're going to then bring Thomas off the bench Um, because Thomas would be my sub, um, because his his pace is frightening.
0: Yeah, and with everything you've said, for me, it depends how fit Alice is. Once Alice is back fit, I prefer two up top, I'll be totally honest, I prefer two strikes with a Thomas playing off Alice. But at the moment, with Alice having that knock, you haven't got the big man for someone else to play off, because Willow, Thomas or Messi aren't going to play the big man role. So you're lacking something there. He did travel last night, which says to me he's not too bad because not all the squad have travelled. Because thinking about it, I didn't see Kofi Barma come on the pitch at full time. I didn't see Tom Conlon come on the pitch at full time. So not all the players have travelled, but Alice did. He was there with the squad. Does that say to me that the transfer rumours are maybe just rumours? Let's hope so. Because I don't think we can let Alice go, certainly without a replacement coming in. If we've got a replacement, then who knows? It depends who the replacement is. But yeah, to answer your question, Johnny, if he's fit and he can play, yeah, I'd probably play Alice, as Tom says, to be your target man, hold the ball up and let. Then, if we are playing the one up top, Chizzy and Garrity can get in around him when he wins the flick-ons. But if he can't play, I'm tempted to go two up top.
1: Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. So, avtimings.com, time and goal scorer. Tom, where are we going? Ooh, I'm going to go...
2: Uh, ooh, bloody hell. I need a 2 nil veil with... I know, I'm absolutely batshit mental. Uh, 2 nil veil with uh, uh, ooh, a Connor Grant 28-minute free kick. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. You know,
2: I've put myself in a the
0: corner there. No? <laughs> <Yeah>. Literally. Conor Bears... <laughs> Well, you're a minute off what I was thinking. I was thinking 27. And I'm going Cordy Blackett-Taylor. I think this might be just a game too far for this early season to go and get something from. I'm going 2-1 Charlton. Okay, fair enough. Where are you going?
1: I'm going 1-0. Vale. Nathan Smith.
0: Edit. 41 minutes. And we could be in nice. the dizzying heights of the playoffs, come full time with a win.
1: Well, could be. Could be.
0: I tell you what, if we win on Saturday, we're on seven points after four games. With them four games that we've had, Christ Almighty, what a start that is, Andy Crosby. Yeah, that 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 that
1: seven nil, I think, is well and truly gone. and if that happens, I think. Yeah. S- some people, I forgot. I I I've wrote stuff already. I know some people, are s- still still aren't letting it go yeah. Um, but yeah I think, I think it's well and truly gone then he's these last two games for me have, have proven the, that he's got more more than enough and we've got more than enough yeah, I'm a- with you
0: I'm with you that now after the Fleetwood game as I've said a few times now I wasn't convinced at all and thought we were in a relegation battle after the last two now I'm more than happy and fully convinced in Crosby fully convinced and the squad fully convinced in the recruitment side that we've done Still think we need another striker. Still think we need a bit more cover at wing back. However, happy with where we are, where we're going, and yeah, generally happy. Which some Uh, people won't like because they prefer be negative.
1: Yeah, prefer angry. Bears.
0: I I mean, to be
2: fair, it's a bloody, it's it's bloody early to look at it. Yeah, isn't it? I think the same. The same thing is applicable that is every season. Don't bother till there's ten games on the board, then you get an idea of where you're at. If you if you're three three wins four draws and three defeats then you're probably looking staring mid table in the face you know if me, you're eight eight one and one you know you're
0: probably looking up and vice versa the other way i've always said for me the first six seven games i'm more interested in performance than results because if you're playing well and not getting the results the results will come if you're not playing well and sneaking wins you're going to get found out After the first two games, I thought, you know what, we're far too open here. I've seen enough in the last two games that we can shut teams out, we can restrict chances, and we've got enough creativity. For me, going off, forget the results, going off performance, we're going to be fine this season, absolutely fine. Like I say, I still want another striker in. It's gone really quiet on that front. I don't know what's happening. I'm sure there's work going on in the background, but it's gone quiet on that front, and I still want at least a backup wing-back. That maybe can play both sides because at the moment for me we've got two recognised wing backs and then we're asking a centre midfielder and a, a winger to cover. So I want a recognised wing back for the cover.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't think that's I don't, I don't I don't think that's unnecessary ask. If just obviously playing devil's advocate a little bit here, if Alice isn't injured. Mm. And we are protecting him because there's a bid in and it's a decent bid, and we're willing to say thank you, but we need to sort it out. Which way settles you more? Would it be we've signed now it we we've signed say British on longer Let's 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 go down that route. He's a free transfer. We've say we sign him. Um, which doesn't seem like it's tr- too mental at the minute because Troy Deeney was at Forest Green and the Forest Green managers turned around and said they're good mates and he's he, he's looking into signing him. So. You're joking.
0: Yeah. I saw that today. He's not going there. <laughs> don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't strike me as a vegan. No, he likes to steak too much, Troy does.
1: Yeah, but apparently they're, they're good mates. Um, but yeah, so say it was someone like Britta Longer. Do you do the high of he signed and then oh by the way Alice who's a fan favourite he's gone or do you say Alice is gone but don't don't fear Luke Britz here?
0: For me, you've got to say he signed first unless the statement saying Alice is gone is we have got a replacement lined up. Watch this space; is on the way. You can't just say Alice is gone without any. No
2: nah. fuck no nah. fuck him. Send him into meltdown. No. no. <laughs> say he's gone say he's gone on a Monday don't announce a new until the Friday sort of nah, No. no, no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> I'll be on no, that no.
2: the wonder of Port Vale will shut down fucking oh, <laughs> hell <now>, they'll melt
0: <laughs> I will now,
2: no. it, now I uh, you've got to surely we aren't going to be daft enough to accept and
0: allow to go through before we've got a replacement no. And let's just get it straight in none of us actually know there's been a bid. we've got no inside information it's just all the rumours and for me does the fact that Alice is still travelling with the squad and he's there I say to you that it is just rumouring that because if he was going why would he bother travelling to Blackpool because, he because he's still part slots. he's still part of the
2: squad and until that transfer goes through he is still part of that squad you've seen it time and time before where players have been omitted from the team and the deal ends up falling through, and then all of a sudden you've got to rebuild relationships with the, you know, with the rest of the squad or the rest of the fans. If he's still there or thereabouts, and there's still question marks over it, then he's still very much involved in our squad until until that deal's done. Yeah, it's a fair point, but Tom. If, was if we a all last knew, card. if we all knew that he wanted to leave, and then. You know, it fell through at the last minute because the the other team went for somebody else instead. That to me says he wants he wants out of Veil. Vale because I know that piece of information. So why is he why would he give hundred percent for Veil vale now on a Saturday? Whereas if I don't know anything and that falls through and he just starts playing again, I'm none the wiser. So then I don't start doubting that. I'm not on his back as much And if he does
0: something or if he doesn't go and chase a ball down. Mm. I get what you're saying. What if the flip side is that, let's be honest, we've all heard that Gillingham is supposedly the side after him and the top of League Two after three games, very early days. What if the flip side is, Alice says, I don't want to go play League Two football. I want to play League One football, so I don't want to go. But Vale again, game, will Gillingham have offered us six figures? I don't know what. I'm just plucking a figure out the air. We think it's a good deal for the club. What happens then?
2: stays under contract, is not he? He's still down to the player at the end of the day. <laughs> Can't force him out.
0: And I hope we wouldn't do that. I hope we wouldn't. And again, if Fale were trying to force him out, and I don't think they are for one minute, he doesn't travel again for me because Crosby says to him, look, you're on no, your way yeah, out. Yeah, if you're that's, if that's him... the case, we're forcing
2: him out by, by yeah, but that's what I mean. We're, we're taking him out of the fold. We're taking him out of the squad. Um, yeah. And I don't think that would be the case. and You never know the mind. There's been that many bloody rumours knocking about that you don't know what's true. Have oh, someone just plucked Gillingham out of the air because they've because people have heard they've got money? Could have done. You know,
0: Bristol Rovers have got money. It doesn't mean he's going there. And he's a fan's favourite there, Tom, you've started a new rumour.
2: Well,
0: only repeating what I've heard. No, I'm only kidding. Um
2: but, <laughs> um but no, I think um I think for me we're going about it the right way if it is certainly under a uh, with a deal.
1: Mm. Johnny, your thoughts? Yeah, I I he's a, at the end of it, he's a veil player until he's not. So if if he's fit, we, we should be we he should be involved. If he's not fit, then I get it. You can't, you know, there's no point, there's no point risking injury. If, if there's a good deal on the table for us, we've got to take it as long as we can replace him. But it, it's, it's got to be, for me, it's got to be a good replacement. It can't be a, and this is no, no disrespect for Josh Thomas because now we've seen him play. He's a good, he'd be a, he's a good player, but. I wouldn't be happy with a young lad from an academy coming in for his first loan to replace Alice. I think it's no. got to be a seasoned professional. Um, and to me, it's got to be a permanent. Yeah. Yeah, it you know, has. That, that's the other thing. It, yeah. So, th- there's enough of them out there. There's, there's a few strikers from these first few weeks that have been either frozen out completely or been in, in and out. Of teams, and Tom, I think you said it in the group and on a pod that there's every chance that we'll buy one is get one on free
2: yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, well it seems to be the way we um it seems to be the way we go about our august business we don't we tend you know like we did with Alex last season we tend to see who who's been involved um within the first few games, don't we and then because sometimes if you've got a striker who's You know, who who sees himself as at League One level, if you've been left out of the first three or four games, you're going to be a bit ticked off. And then all of a sudden, any interest becomes attractive interest, doesn't it? Mm. Um, And then, I don't know, does does the wage demand become less? You know, if you're sitting there in the summer and someone says, fucking hell, you know, you're in the fold here, but Paul Vale want you as well, then you're going, bloody hell, I'm in demand. I could probably ask Port Vale for another 400, 500 quid a a, a week. Whereas now, I think it's, uh, you know, you haven't been involved in the first four games. Are you a bit like, get me out of here? Well, uh, you know, Port Vale are interested, but it's 400 quid a week less than it is here. I'm bothered. I'm bothered. I'll take that, because I just want to get out of here. He's doing my fucking head. Yeah. And I think there there
0: there is a bit of that, I think. And Johnny, you made the point after Barnsley, who's going won't come here after that. We've now got a Blackpool and a Reading game to show them and go. This is actually what you're coming to. That was a freak result. It isn't that bad. The season isn't going to be like, that. it was a one-off. Yeah, and
1: I, th- I think that that's the main thing. And it? It, 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 you've got to, it, we we've got stuff to to work behind. Now we've got stuff to, to credit and say, look, actually. Things are things are alright. So yeah. I'm interested to see now going forward. This next couple of weeks till the window closes is gonna be very, very interesting. Um and, and hopefully we, we do see we do see some movement really, don't we? Um but I think that's everything. I don't know if there's anything else that either of you can think of that you want to discuss on this. Uh,
2: no, nothing, nothing really. Um, I don't know how many tickets we've sold for Saturday. Hopefully, I'll, there'll be similar numbers to last year. Um, because we made some noise last year there. We did, uh,
0: yeah.
2: Um, we did. And it was, it was, a, it was a thoroughly enjoyable day. It was the one where the when I got there, I had to have two pies because they were that nice. They had a little yeah. edible sticker on the top. You oh, had yeah. to have pies. I had to have two pies and I am even. do you know what right first time ever I, I think I'm even going to take some sandwiches for way back wow because it was that I was fucking starving on the way home last time I remember yeah
0: cause it took about an hour to get off the ground because the bastard police wouldn't let the coach yeah. go until the Charlton fans had waved all the players around the pitch and then gone home
2: yeah that's
0: the way game obviously
2: well, I'm looking forward to
0: it again it's not a new ground now but it's uh, it's an
2: enjoyable day I'll be on the I'll be on the Crown Buzz. Yeah, I think you're with me as well, Bez, aren't you? I am. I'm with you. I'll be there. And uh, Johnny, are you 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 driving?
1: Yeah, I'll be I'm driving down.
2: Yeah. Is um, you Matt.
1: Uh, me, yeah, just me, Matt and Steve. Is it? Uh, yeah, I think James said he can't make it, so.
0: Um, yeah. Ah.
1: We'll be heading down. Yeah, if anybody sees us,
2: give us a shout. <laughs> Have a chat, we is yep. good. Um, Meeting quite a few people at the minute, which is good.
0: Yeah, saw Jake last night in the toilets. Nothing like George Michael. Just uh, he was in the toilets and said hi hey, to me. So nice to see you, Jake. And saw a few walking up and down the front in Blackpool as I was coming down find you lot. And then the only other thing for me is the Ailand Vale quiz. Now is about three weeks away. Really looking forward to it. I think we've got everything sorted now, lads So pretty much sponsored by Ignite with an I get yourself over at night facilities um big sponsor for us on the night as well as some people sponsoring rounds so really looking forward to the quest should be a good night and if it isn't tough shit
2: <laughs> i'm really looking forward to the night it's going to be it's going to be a great night yeah
1: um, if it isn't tough shit
2: well yeah not I mean... what we can do about
0: it if it not <laughs> we've tried
2: yeah, we've had a good go, on. we? None of us have ever hosted a quiz night before, so... No,
0: no. It's never done a work, eh? Done a work. Life goes on.
2: It's, uh, yeah, but we'll be
0: doing uh, best to make it a good night.
2: Yeah, we. I mean, I'm sure if we completely balls it up, then
0: we can I'm still sure. have a good laugh, we can still have a chat and that, which will be good. Yeah, and I'm sure if we completely balls it up, many people will tell us we have, but hey, oh. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think I think Tom's muted yeah. himself now with his trying reply, but hey. Oh are you? I yeah. I've just
2: realised I don't I'm watching the City yeah. game as well, Off, Yeah, I've just oh, gone okay. to penalties. Is it Pans?
0: Yeah, straight Pans.
1: Okay then. Yeah. There you go. So get yourself gone, get yourself watching that.
0: Yeah, get yourself um, down to Johnny's over the weekend.
1: Yeah, it'll be it'll be open. But yeah, all in all, pretty pretty positive week. Seven last seven days, pretty
0: positive. Two wins, one draw. Couldn't really ask for a lot more, really, could you? No, nope. um, and I've got a cup draw spot on and a result spot on. You have look at you. So that's everyone. That's everyone
1: back two one Charlton.
0: Well, they say they come in threes, don't they? So that might be my season done then. Yeah, like buses
1: coming threes. Yeah. But there we go. Get yourself off Bez. We're getting you to bed for five past ten. Look at this. Not too bad. Yeah. And then everyone else that's listening it'll be whatever time day it is because obviously you don't have to listen in the morning. But yep. enjoy the rest of your day. Get yourself down Johnny's in Bursland because he will be open from Thursday. It's a supporters club meeting as well. Get yourself down there if you can because the more people that get involved the better the supporters club will become um and the the more voices and ideas and and stuff that, that that we can get down there i know that you pair will be there won't you we will yeah
2: be there That's on tough. thursday
1: yeah yeah so uh, get i'll be there down tomorrow down. tomorrow's <laughs> still <laughs> thursday so i'm still that still <laughs> <laughs> But yeah and then after that get yourself down to johnny's bar and have an ale and up the veil
2: Dip into your Raising Cane's whenever the craving strikes for something hot and fresh and oh-so delicious. Dip in for perfectly salted, crispy, crinkle-cut fries. Dip in for garlicky, buttered Texas toast. And, of course, dip in for tender, hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers made just for you. At Raising Cane's, our secret cane sauce makes every dip a delight. Order on the app or online so you can dip out just as fast as you dipped in.
0: Raising Cane's chicken fingers. One love.
2: (laughs) go wild with generative ai in adobe photoshop create anything you can imagine just by typing a text prompt like a jaguar no a jaguar on a spaceship yes this changes everything
1: try it now at photoshop.com
0: the Talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year we understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone
1: So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again, and now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez?
0: Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight, and enjoy it through the app. Johnny?
1: Yeah. There we go. So, automate delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.